Right, so I was listening to Mike Hosking this morning, thinking to myself how nice it would be to be in London on a sunny spring day. And then he actually said something that set me thinking. He was talking about the budget and what not to expect in terms of radical change. And he then warned that the coalition's caution, this budget may continue at the next budget because then they're only a year away from the election. And I went, hang on a minute. A year away from the election. We're talking about this already. This mob is only half a year into their term. And already we're starting to talk about the influence of another election in 2020. And it brought back into my mind the length of the parliamentary term in New Zealand. At just three years, it's one of the shortest in the world. I did some research. Uh, we share three years with El Salvador and Jordan and Australia's House of Representatives. But remember, in Australia, the Senate's term is actually six years. Wait for this. In Brazil, the, their upper house has an eight-year term. So looking at it, most countries go for five years. Britain's one of those, obviously. A handful go for four years, and that is the term of the American president, obviously. A few out there go for a mind-blowing six years. Imagine that. Imagine voting for Labour or National or whoever and learning that you had that government for six years. Well, there's a few countries that do that. So I've long had concerns about New Zealand's term of uh, Parliament, our parliamentary term. It is short. And while, of course, opponents of any given government favourite, because it gives you a chance to throw the monkeys out, to throw out the hated winner, oh, it's all right, we can get rid of them in a couple of years' time. The problem is all the consequences it has for policy. It results in short-termism. And policies designed more for political ends and for ga gaining favourable uh, headlines in the papers than for the long-term health of the country in terms of policy, in terms of our economy. The three-year term means things happen either too quickly or too slowly, and often not at all. And perversely, thinking about it, the three-year term often means we end up with a longer government tenure. Because if a government actually gains some confidence in its first term and the opposition fall apart for a bit, they're often voted back in that government, resulting in a de facto six-year term. And in fact, if you look at the last uh, two governments, they've ended up with three terms each, or nine long years, depending on which side of the fence you're on. So personally, I think the parliamentary term should be longer. I favour four years, and that would give a government a two-year breathing space between elections to quietly achieve the things they were given a mandate to achieve. I'll have the post-election honeymoon, a couple of years to get things done, and then we're back into the election cycle. A four-year term might mean things happen. And a four-year term, though, also means that it's not too long to wait to throw out the incompetence if we wish.